I begin this episode by acknowledging the Ngunnawal and Nyambri people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I acknowledge their ancient and ongoing connection to the land and its waterways, and I pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. I extend that same respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners of this podcast. Welcome to the Coconut Wireless Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Lardner. Uh, look, I'm incredibly blessed this week to be joined by another amazing guest. He is, of course, uh, as you probably have read from the, the title of this episode, Veava Samanaya Selala Mapusua, who, uh, as well as being an incredibly accomplished uh, rugby union player, uh, both at club level and international level, uh, he, he's represented uh, the Highlanders in Super Rugby, as well as the uh, Manu Samoa on the international stage. He is um, also now and has been for uh, about three years now, the head coach of Manu Samoa. So things have nicely come sort of full circle for him and, and he's uh, yeah, continued his service to his nation. Uh, yeah, after his uh, playing days have ended. So it's, it's fantastic to have him on. And yeah, an incredibly important time for him, um, it, it, yeah, in a similar way to uh, Simon Raywalui from Fiji, who was on the last episode, of course. Uh, it's a very busy time as, as, as he prepares uh, his, his coaching team and yeah, also uh, begins to prepare his, um, his playing squad for the upcoming Rugby World Cup in France in September this year. So it's, it's uh, I'm so, 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 so fortunate to have, uh, have got, the, got him onto the podcast. And I'm, I'm so excited for you to hear what he has to say about his rugby journey uh, personally and also uh, obviously um, the, the Manu Samoa team itself, which he's been um, very, very uh, generous to, to give his insights on. So, look, I won't uh, babble on too much longer. I'll, uh, we'll just get straight into it. Uh, I, hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Here's Say Lala. My guest today is a household name uh, in all of the rugby union world, but especially, especially within the Samoan community. As a player, he boasts 51 uh, caps for the Highlanders Super Rugby side, uh, 26 caps for Manu Samoa, and he's also represented the combined Pacific Islanders representative side on seven occasions. Uh, he's now moved into the coaching side of things. He's currently the head coach of Manu Samoa. He is, of course, Veova Samanaya Seilala Mapusua. Uh, you've generally, generously uh, taken time out of your busy schedule uh, to join me here, here today on the Coconut Wireless podcast. Uh, coach, thank you so much. Welcome. Aloha, aloha, Jeremy. Thank you for... Thanks for having me, and um, it's, it's great to be here. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Look, uh, just to kick things off, um, you've obviously got a lot on your plate at the moment, uh, getting ready for the Rugby World Cup and so on. Uh, how are you? You're going well? <laughs> thank, thank you for asking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually get asked that these days. It's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty full on, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Jeremy. Um, it, it is a it's, it's a hectic time for uh, of the year, but it's um it always is for for for, <laughs> for so many people. So um, um, whilst there's a lot of balls in the air and a lot of moving pieces, it's um I'm, I'm I've got some good people around me and and, yeah. and good support as well. So we're, um, I think we're we're tracking along nicely. 
Yeah, fantastic. Is it is it like your day to day? Is it a case of no days the same, or is it a lot of routine you're having to stick to? Um, I think it's a lot of routine of um, of, of of no days are the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah. It's it's um. There's uh, always. Uh, something different to do, um, yep. and but uh, in terms of uh, the day to day, and, and also dealing with uh, different time zones um, uh, with, with players and um, and staff scattered across the, the globe, and then um, also being you know World, World, World Cup here, and and, and, and France being in at, at the opposite end of the day, it's um, it's it's. Uh, it's different, but yeah, yeah but I, I am enjoying it. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, look, just to just to talk about your your playing career, you know, going going right back to the well, near near to the very start. Um, you you did your schooling at the uh, the famous Wesley College in in New Zealand, which has produced countless famous people and rugby players, especially uh, like yourself, obviously, and Sukope Kepel, the late great John Lomu. Um, what was it? What was it like for you playing rugby at Wesley College? Um, I think it was, it was pretty similar to um, to most boys that, that that attended not just Wesley College but um, schools in South Auckland. I think sure. it was the time and across the country. Um, you know, we um, pretty blessed not to have the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we. You know, um, it, was, it was basically living uh, full time with your mates. So, yep. you know, your um, access to to a touch game or or, or heading you know, going out to the fields, you have always got someone to kick a ball around with, and and um, because everyone we uh, we had a real love for the game, and then um, and, and we enjoyed it. You know, we literally spent all weekend. <laughs> playing sport, whatever it was, whether it's rugby, um, volleyball, basketball, um, you name it. Like I said, you know, we uh, there weren't many options on the farm at that moment, yeah. At, yeah. At, at that time, and you know, it was not like we could um, head into town. So um, yeah, it was, uh, it was sport. Yeah, sure, fair, fair. Uh, I, yeah, after that, uh, you you obviously moved into the it's the NPC now, but was the ITM Cup back then? Was it the the provincial tournament? It's actually, it's actually come full circle. It was the NPC back then as well. Oh, right. <laughs> good. I told you then. <laughs> um, so yeah, like two hundred games uh, combined for counties Manukau and Otago. That competition is widely regarded and has been for many many years as the one of the ultimate proving grounds in rugby. Um, how much did you learn while you were playing um, in in that competition? Um, so much, um, and I think moving to uh, a, a, a team or promise like Otago um, was was um, it, it was great in terms of um, my own learnings. It really made me um, open my eyes and realize that uh, there's a whole other country out there um, outside of South Auckland, mm. um, and and just uh, I remember heading down there for you know, day one and. 
not seeing many brown faces um, yeah. <laughs> in the then and it was, it, was, it was a culture shock and, and yeah I think, you know, and um, I was really lucky to to, to, to play um, NPC for for a tiger down there for about seven years and you know, I think uh, at that point you know, we, we started all blacks playing NPC uh, week in week yeah. out and and um, it was it was a um, it was a it was a it was a tough place to learn. Sure, um, you, you do get thrown at the deep end, and, and um, I think my first game might have been I think it was about nineteen against White Cattle, and they had an All Black midfield of Scott McLeod um, and, and Keith Lowen, and um, <laughs> people asked me well, how was it. I was like, and I had the best seat in the house to watch these guys do what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just sat there in awe, just watching them run past. It's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Definitely learned a lot, and and um, yeah. and continued to learn uh, a lot during during when that time where I felt like the provincial game was oh, it was massive. Um, yeah, going every every week of playing against All Blacks so, uh, for for 19, 20 year old. Uh, Kid out of South Auckland, it was um, it was awesome. Sure, yeah, definitely. Um, as and and I mean, when you're when you're in that situation and you you do well or you you know, even just sort of have an alright game, um, you learn a lot about yourself, right? You're like it gives you a lot of self belief. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, and and being being so far away, um, yeah, from what I would call home. Um, mm. At the time, um, it, it definitely made me um, learn a lot about myself, and and sure. and also um, it did give me it gave me a lot of confidence and just different ways of looking at things. Like I was I was you know, I was playing with some some pretty awesome All Blacks at the time, yes. and good guys from all around the country. But you know, even even guys that are born and bred Otago men, you know. Guys that um that grew up on farms and and um, just their outlook on life and their perspective and and how we can come from two um, totally different worlds but um, share similar um, values I suppose um, yeah. and I think that's that's a lot of that was a lot of what I learned down there yeah fantastic um obviously you you, you did well in the in the um, in the NPC because you you got picked up by the um, you got called up to the Mighty Highlanders uh, in Evo Two. Could could you just tell me like what you remember from? I'm sure it's all a whirlwind, but your your very first match for the Highlanders. What do you remember from that? Um, uh, I remember thinking, um, is, is, is this really happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I had I had really good people around me, um, you know, awesome awesome teammates, um, and. I, I do remember going on. I think it was against the Sharks and in, in, in Dunedin, and um, yeah, just feeling like um, I felt like I was on cloud nine. Um, I was just, I was just so buzzing to be out there, and and um, and my first time I kind of played against South African team, and and um, yeah, it's, it really is all a bit of a blur. I remember yeah. running on, and then I remember afterwards thinking, and I, I could get used to this. Yeah, good. And it was, it was it really um, kind of pushed me and motivated me to 
I wanted to bottle up whatever I was feeling at the time and then yeah. and, 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 and I keep wanting to go back there. So um, yeah, it was definitely good motivation. Yeah. Did it did it go by in a flash or did it did it seem like it took like so, so long to go to, to go by the, the, the game? Um I think my head felt like it was went in a flash. Right. Um, my, my lungs thought it was the longest 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 no, like it, no, it, 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 it was a bit of a flash, and I think I was the adrenaline um, just, just, just it kicked in, and then I didn't really think too much about it. Um, mm. I, yeah, and I just remember, remember coming off just wanting more. Yeah, good. Yeah, nice. Cool. Uh, look, and then obviously did well again because you you then got um, picked for Manu Samoa. Uh, playing for your country, it's obviously one of the highest honors that any athlete can attain. How much did it mean to you personally to get that call to uh, to play for Manu Samoa? Um, oh, it was it was pretty special. Um, I remember the the, uh, the first time. Um, I was approached by Samoa. Um, it, it, it was really difficult to turn it down, um, and, and because I was uh, at the time I was contracted to New Zealand, it, it was really hard. To, it was a hard decision to make. So, of course, when I finally did get there, um, uh, one of the proudest moments of, of, of my career, definitely. And um, yeah, one one that I'll. Uh, It'll always mean the most to me when, when, when I kind of, when I look back at my at my rugby career. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, as as uh, as I suppose it should. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also represented the famous Pacific Islanders rugby side uh, multiple times. What was that camp like with so many amazing players from you know, different cultures uh, all mixed in together? Oh, um, possibly. Um, I, uh, definitely, I believe it's the most talented team I've ever played in. Um, this, you know, you're, you're getting the best of, of 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 the Pacific and throwing them in a team with uh, no expectations. Um, and our coach at the time, our first the first tour with John Bow, um, it wasn't about giving us a box and trying to put us in, in the box. It was like, you guys. Know, do what you do what you do yeah uh, and and um, yeah it was it was such a special team to be a part of and and, um, and yeah definitely there's one of them we had some some guys with freakish talents in there um, you know locks that could run like wingers um, wingers that could hit like Lucy's and, <laughs> and props no props that could that ball play like 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 um, like tens. So it was, um, it was so much fun. Yeah, I think the pressure of not um, representing your own flag wasn't there, but it was a it was it was a real um, uh, there's a real sense of duty, especially as um, as a collective in terms of representing the Pacific. Sure, um, and I think that that's what um, uh, that, that that's what really brought the team together. Um, it was yeah. either that or the uh, the cover session on the first day. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely did it, and, and um, uh, that's that's all the team building we needed. Um, and a drink, a bit of cover, 
sing a few songs, tell a few stories, and we realized we we had a lot more similarities than than, um, than differences. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, look, after you hung up your boots, you quickly took on um, a, a role as coaching development officer at uh, Otago. Uh, sorry, Otago Rugby. Uh, was coaching something that was always sort of in the plan for you uh, post post playing, or was it something that just presented itself? Um, I it wasn't something I really thought about until towards the end of my career. Um, and so for the last couple of years of um, my playing days in Japan, um, I actually started um, a bit of coaching, you know, being a, being a player coach. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it because it allowed me to still influence the game in terms of being a player, but also start looking at the game through a different lens in, in terms of coaching. So I had no bearing on selection, which, sure. which I absolutely loved, and uh, I just wanted to. That to, to to work with work with the players and um um and, uh, during the week which which um I think that, that really helped me and then going back to Otago and, and getting into coach development um I think that really made me realize um that this was this was something I wanted to pursue uh, even more. Yeah, beautiful. Um, now you've now been uh, head coach of Manu Samoa for for three years. What are some of the most important lessons you've learned in that time? Wow. Good question. <laughs> um, leave the politics to politicians. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, I think one of the, um, uh, some, some of the key ones I've, I've learned is, is um, um, being a really good listener um, is, is, is really important. Um, um, my wife is probably wondering why I don't apply this to my career <laughs> <laughs> coaching. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you know, um, uh, yeah, being communication is key. Yep. Um, yeah. And being able to um, uh, uh, connect with people uh, is, is is really important. Like I, I believe that um, mm. what I do is. Big part of it is around relationships, and um, that you know, I'm actually in the business of of, of people. Um, we just happen to um, do rugby, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and 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 making sure that um, I think one one thing I learned early on was um, to be unapologetically yourself as well. And, yeah, fair. I, I did. I did feel like um, when I was when I was first starting out in coaching that I needed to be a certain way, or I needed to be like a certain coach that that um and, and how they were personally. So uh, you, I kind of became a collection of 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 who I thought I should be rather than um, being the best version of myself. Sure. And and so. Uh, I decided very um, early on that if I am going to do this, then um, I've I, I got to give it my best, and, and and the best is 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 just being myself. Yeah, uh, and um, it's paid off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you did you find that players picked up on it when you weren't necessarily being your genuine self? Um. It, I don't think um, 
I, I mean, coming into this role, um, I, I, I kind of applied this before I even applied for 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 this job. Oh, good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but when I first did come in, um, you know, uh, players are the uh, they're the first ones to sense any kind of uh, uh, nervousness or, or um, anything that's not genuine. Mm. Um, um, like I said, we're we're in the business of people, so um, I can't. I can't, uh, you know, coach is a salesman, you know, we're trying to get people to to believe, um, to do something for you the way you want to do it because they want to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the players, players pick up on, so um, I have been trying to uh, be being deliberate in, 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 in that sense. Um, that's probably been one of the, one of the biggest lessons and um, one I'm, I'm learning to get better at. Um, and and my my support staff will, will definitely agree with me as um, delegation, and not, <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> and not trying to do not do everything. Sure. Yeah. You're you're in the privileged position and relatively rare position of having represented the people of Samoa both as a player and now as a coach. How, how much does that mean to you personally to have the opportunity to represent your people like that? Uh, it means everything. Um, you know, this is this is a this is a labor of love for me, um, and and I suppose the reason why I got into it is I didn't want to be one one of those people that's sat on the sidelines and threw stones. Sure. Um, you know, and and uh, I'm, I'm I'm really passionate about this team, about my country, representing my people. So um, I I figured the, the best way to um, Sorry, apologies. No, you're right. Oh, good. <laughs> the best way to influence any kind of uh, change or, or um, have any influence is to um, do it from within. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Um, I'm always, as, as a coach, you always ask your players to be brave and be courageous. So I had to display that myself and kind of, kind of threw myself out there. So. <laughs> Um, no, it, it does mean it mean it means so much to me. I mean, um, my first World Cup was in France, two thousand seven, mm. um, as a player, and, and um, now I get to go back to the World Cup as as, as the coach. So um, I, I feel very privileged and and, and, and very blessed um, yeah. that I get you know, get to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last year, last year you came out quite quite strongly and passionately. Um, when Moana Pacifica player Levi Aumua was uh, selected for the All Blacks 15 squad uh, to for their end of year Northern Hemisphere tour, um, and you spoke, you know, really, really well and really passionately about the Samoa Pacifica side, in particular being a development pathway for Samoa and the other Pacific Island nations. Um, do you, do you think how, how big of an issue do you think the the uh, the larger rugby nations pursuing Pacific Islander players still is in the game? Because it's obviously been a massive issue in the past. Is it still quite major? Um, I, I remember that from, from from last year, and and for me it was it was more around um, process and, and policy that you know, these parameters that have been put you know, put before us for. Um, so long, uh, as, as, as you say. So I'm, 
all, 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 um, all I believed I was doing was was advocating for for our Pacific Islands. And in yep. terms of if this is a rule that goes one way, uh, is it happening both ways now that we have a team in, in Super Rugby? So it was around getting clarity around, around that, and um, as, as I said, advocating for for our teams. Mm-hmm. So um, it was never about Levi or, or any sure. other. Uh, this is this is um, if, if we don't address it now, then we could be waiting another 25 years before you know, before working it out. So yeah, um, yeah I, I think um, in terms of the influence of, of tier one or, or the bigger teams of humanity, like it, on, in terms of Pacific Island um, players, yeah, um, it, it is it, it is an issue. But I think the issue is around um, it's 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 painting everyone with with, with the same brush. Sure. Um, you know, where there's there's different situations. Like a uh, classic example would be the um, uh, Samoan. Say, let's say Tonga gets gets picked by uh, by Australia. Mm. And, and, you know, and and people say, oh, but he's not Tongan, he's Australian. He was born in Australia, uh, grew up in Australia. Sure. Um, but uh, for, for for all we know, that they, in the in the um, in the kid's household, he yeah. might have been very Tongan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so there's there is a lot of grey areas for us, and and <clears throat> it's not as black as um, it's not as black and white. Yeah. Um, as a um, you're born in Ireland. You have Irish parents. You're Irish. Yep. Uh, and, and, and so for for us, for Pacific Islands, we could be uh, could be born in Darwin. Mm. You still have uh, Pacific Island parents. You're still raised in a Pacific Island household. So you're not just Australian. Um, yeah. You're Australian, but you're also uh, whatever Pacific Island you come from. So mm. uh, it's it, it is a tough one because. Uh, um, a lot of our, our um, parents and grandparents they've migrated for for um, what we call now a better life. Mm. Uh, looking at the world today, uh, I think um, I'm I'm the I'm the lucky one living here in Zambia. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this, and and so you know it's it's. It, it is it is a grey area, and, mm-hmm. and probably um, there needs to be a whole lot more um, understanding around um, uh, around it all, and, and from from both sides. And and yeah. and, and I think um, it, it needs to be a conversation that's continually being had because, uh, like the game, um, the world is changing. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do do you, do you find that? As, yeah, you're you're obviously coming at it from a coach's perspective, but when when players are of of Pacific Islander background are um, selected for some of these other nations, and I know just personally, like sometimes the fans' reactions towards the players can be sometimes unfair. Do you find that it, it the players can be targeted a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had a few conversations with players that. Um, dual eligibility, so they could represent Samoa, and or they 
uh, and New Zealand or and Australia or and Japan or and Ireland, England and and each each time like I've had more of these conversations than, than <laughs> lately, but each time you know when when a player chooses, listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand my um I'll put my hand up for for, for try my hand for the All Blacks, try my hand for Australia and um. As as a coach, um, I have to hundred percent support that. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I wish them well, and um, I also remind them that um, you know, whilst you may have a uh, different coloured jersey on, um, you, know, you still have a Samoan name. Um, yeah. Regardless of, of of who you play for, they're never going to say, "Oh, that the, the Irish." Irish player, they'll say, oh, the Samoan that plays for Ireland, or the Samoan that plays for England, or the Samoan that plays for Japan. Yeah. So regardless of what jersey they, they, they put on, um, they'll always be representing Samoan. And that's okay. so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's if, if they do, if, if someone with dual eligibility picks one team, it's out of love for that team, not for you know, they're not loving or, you know, loving, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I, I get it where friends are coming from. It's, it, it's tough, but it's also life. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, look, you, you, thank you. You've been so generous with your time. I won't keep you too much longer. <laughs> um, but just looking forward to the, the World Cup itself, like how it's such a monumental undertaking taking a team to something like that. How how far in advance does your preparation as a coach start? Um, for me, it, it basically started when I um, when we qualified. Okay. Um, yep. And and before that, um, it, it began when I accepted the role. Um, it, it really is. Um, Things I think about before I go to sleep and yep. <laughs> first when I wake up in the morning. So, um, like I said, there's, there's so many moving parts, and, and um, one of the things that's made it, um, I'd say, uh, easier or, or easier to carry the load has been surrounding myself with with, with good people. Um, yeah, definitely. And having good support from um, from the union and and and, and the board. Um, uh, and and you know, it's been so far. It's been really good. Um, haven't had too many hiccups lately, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's um, it, it is a, it is a lot to, to to take on. But I also know that um, I'm not I'm not doing it on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean to to that end, um, how how important is community engagement uh, to you as a coach of Manu Samoa? We getting the lads to um, Stay in touch with the people that you're representing. Oh, it's everything. It is everything. You know, um, for for most of our boys that play over, over around the world, they get very few opportunities to come back to Samoa. And mm. whilst their parents or may not live here anymore, but you know, the grandparents, the, the their extended family, and and for me, it's really important for our players to um, to know who they represent. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and and also uh, for uh, for them to see our elderly our grandmas and, and, and grandpas and 
um, and the people of Samoa that um, that that pray for them. Mm. It's really important that they pray and they're sitting here supporting uh, supporting our players. And you know, the Mount Samoa has always been known here as the people's team. Yeah, uh, this this team it does belong to our people, so it's important for our 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 players to 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 get a really deep um, understanding of of who they represent and and um and so we we've got a few things that we we're, we're doing. I'm really excited with our for our build up to to World Cup. Um, you know we're 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 doing all of our preparation here in Samoa. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and so it'll be good to bring all the boys home and then just get their feet on the on on the ground here and and um and just you know, just reconnect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what what does a pass mark look like uh, for Manu Samoa at the World Cup? What does a pass mark look like to you? That's a great question, Jeremy. <laughs> um, obviously, um, results are important. Sure. And, and and um, uh, I'd love to be able to, for me, I'd love to be able to come out of this World Cup, um, having qualified for the next World Cup. Yep. Yeah. Um, so so what 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 stage do you, is that? Um, getting to the quarters and then you you automatically qualify. No, if you um, if you finish third in your pool. Okay. Um, finish third in your pool, so you can finish third and, and you're still missing out on the quarters, but first right. third in your pool, then you're, you're automatically qualified for the, um, for the next World Oh, Cup. good. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it, it can be, it, it's a tough road otherwise, right? It, it can be, yeah. Um, and, and not just on the field, but everything that's associated with it. Um, sure. Um, and, and um, yeah, so, so a pass mark for me would be qualifying for the next World Cup. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, look, just a couple of just really small questions just to finish up. Um, who was one of your favourite players to play with at any level? Oh. Well, this, is a, <laughs> this is a tough one. Um, I think um, playing playing alongside uh, the late Jerry Collins was was. Mm. Uh, was pretty awesome. Um, I, I was blessed to play rugby um, in New Zealand, uh, in Europe for for a while, and in, in, in Japan. Um, and you know, some someone like JC was. Um, we were. Uh, you know, we played age grade rugby together. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yes, under under 19s and, and yeah. school boys. So. Um, yeah, he was he was already a man then. Mm. <laughs> um, and but yeah, I've been blessed to play with some 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 pretty um, pretty influential players. Um, yeah, absolutely. I look back to Europe. I think um, playing alongside my cat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the English international. Um, yeah, he was. Um, he's um, he, he was pretty influential player as well. Um, yeah. And now he's yeah, now he's coaching Ireland, so we're looking forward to catching up with him. Yeah. Which uh, which side did you enjoy playing against most? Ooh, um, Tonga, yeah, <laughs> Tonga Fiji. Um, yeah, there is nothing like uh, Pacific Nations Cup. And, hmm. 
and it's it, it is the hardest rugby I've ever played in. Um, it's it's just different when um when 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 the PNC's on and um, yeah yeah uh, Island boys hit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's a good answer. Thank you. And uh, last one, uh, what's your favourite ground that you've played at? Um, I think uh, I've done this before um, in, in, in an interview, but Wesley College Field Number One uh, is still definitely up there. Yeah. Um, up up your park is pretty special. Um, of course. When you win, no, not so much when you lose. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of uh, stadiums around the world, um, some 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 pretty cool pretty cool stadiums out there. Um, Carisbrook was pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. the, the Brook down in Dunedin is it's, uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, coach, you've been incredibly generous with your time uh, and your insights, and I really appreciate you coming on the Coconut Wireless today. Um, thank you so much and uh, best of luck at the at the World Cup later this year. Tofa. No, no worries. Thank you. Well, thank you again for having me and um, I absolutely love your guys' work and um, yeah, he's, he's hoping. Always uh, <laughs> one in France. All right. Thank you. And that was my chat with Selala Mapusua. Uh, as I said, multiple times during that uh, interview i'm incredibly grateful to selala for making the time that he did to come on the podcast it's an incredibly busy period for him um yeah as you can imagine so for him to take the time out was uh, was was just fantastic and uh, incredibly humbling i'd also like to just quickly um acknowledge and shout out the uh, the wonderful people at uh, lakapi samoa they're they're rugby samoa they're the governing body of uh, of rugby union in the country of Samoa, uh, they were. It was actually them who sort of facilitated the um, the time that I had with with Coach Mapusua, and um, yeah, they made it so simple. They they were yeah incredibly organised, and uh, I, I s sincerely mean this when I say it wouldn't have happened without them. And and I'd like to just individually call out Neo Aflao Fau to Talopusi. Who was my um, my my main point of uh, contact at uh, Lakapi Samoa? Uh, Fao to yep, one thousand uh, Jezebels to you. <laughs> you, know, you absolutely um, made this well, made this possible, and I couldn't have done this without you. So th thank you so much, and uh, yeah, of of course everyone else at uh, Lakapi Samoa. I wish you the best of luck going forward, and of course at the World Cup. Um, speaking of the World Cup, I'd like to. Um, just raised something I raised last episode as well. Uh, I am still looking for some Samoan and uh, Tongan uh, volunteers to come on the podcast uh, during the World Cup for some uh, reaction episodes that I'm doing. So basically the way it'll work, very, yeah, very simply, is after each match, uh, we'll quickly jump on the podcast, record our thoughts and uh, opinions about what we saw and how, how we think things went and yeah, what we're looking forward to in the upcoming matches. Um, it's very important to me, especially for the, uh, for the Samoan and Tongan uh, episodes to have people from the T Tongan and Samoan fan bases because uh, you know, I myself, I'll be cheering uh, primarily for Fiji during those, uh, those matches. So I'm, um, I'm looking for 
for the Samoan matches, I think it'd be fitting to have a Samoan person with me. And for the Tongan matches, of course, yeah, I'd be so lucky to have uh, someone of uh, from the to- uh, Tongan community to come on and and uh, speak because you know, I mean, that's where the passion comes in, right? Um, the, these episodes are always um, always going to be so much better and 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 richer with uh, someone who's passionate about the teams that we're speaking about, and as passionate as I am, uh, of course, for for uh, my island brothers and sisters, um, you know, it's I. Uh, at, at, at my core, yeah, I'm I'm a, of course a, a flying Fijians fan. So um, yeah, I'll be obviously happy for the other island nations. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, someone with an in-depth understanding of the of the teams and the fan bases themselves, of course, um, that's more fitting and, and appropriate to have uh, on those episodes. So yeah, if you are a fan, you don't have to be a coach. You don't have to uh, know all the X's and O's and all, all that. Um, you just need to be passionate about the teams. Um, and yeah, excited about the World Cup in general. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an exciting time for uh, for for the rugby fans. So if if that sounds like you and you, and you'd be comfortable coming on the podcast, uh, you you can do all all of the pool matches, or you can do one, and yeah, we'll, we'll just sort of chop and change and get new people on, which would be fantastic too. Um, reach out, yeah, reach out, DM me on um, on Facebook or Instagram. Or uh, email the podcast, and all of that, um, all of those contact details are in the show notes for this episode. I'd also just like to um, give a quick uh, plug to the Man- Manu Samoa um, social uh, social media uh, sites. So uh, on Instagram, uh, they can be found at Manu dot Samoa. Uh, just just search that up, and that's where they're at. On Facebook, they're Manu Samoa, uh, all one word. Uh, again, I th- I th- I'm pretty sure they've got the, the blue tick on there, so easy to find. And uh, on Twitter as well, just search for uh, Manu Samoa and, and they'll come up again with that uh, blue tick. Very, very easy to find. Um, heaps of content going up uh, and that'll only obviously increase as we get closer to the World Cup. So please, uh, please, please give them a follow. They're definitely worth it. And it's, uh, it's good quality content and, and really, really informative stuff coming out of, uh, out of those, uh, those channels. So definitely worth a follow. And they've been yeah, obviously very good to me in the podcast. So I'd, I'd, yeah, it'd be, I'd consider it a favor to, to me if you, uh, if you followed them as well. Um, apart from that, please follow the uh, Coconut Wireless podcast on, uh, on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter now as well. Um, just, just search for Coconut Wireless podcast and, and you'll find me. Uh, look, uh, that's all for, from me for now. So until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I'll catch you then.